Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 14th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I got to say, uh, I'm a little shaky. I'm off to a shaky start this morning. I uh, It's like I got two lefts today. I, I forgot to plug my mic in. I was wondering why my, my mic wasn't working. Then my computer was acting up. I was wondering why it wasn't working. I forgot to plug that in. You know, I think it's all the all this uh, the the cross country travel is just getting to me this morning. You know what the egg needs? We, we I'm only six months or I don't know handful of months here, but do we need to uh, invest in private aircraft like Big J? Do we need to start getting you? I your think own that would make you more X? comfortable, especially for like Mrs. Mrs. Egg and uh, and and Josie. You know, get the get the family going. Get the fa- just send them places. You know, wherever their steamboat, hearts desire. Something Could like that. Shoot steamboat them off sprint. to Montana. Uh, you know, Nantucket. Send them there, and I'll be uh, I'll hold down the fort here. They really did like this Wall Street Journal article listed like. A who's who, uh, uh, like a play, where's where of just places that, you know, fabulously wealthy people go to at different parts of the year. You had the Nantucket, you had the Man- Montana deal, you had a Colorado ski place, you had the, Cari- you know, Turks and Caicos, although that was for Brooksy's wedding, which was a delightful little kicker at the end of this Wall Street Journal article. Uh, there's, you know, Caribbean, uh, St. Lucia, I think was on there. Just a lot of, uh, it's like a where's where of, of all these, you know, wherever you take a private plane to. It just it connotes a lot of different things. Um, let's go. I guess we'll start with this. We waited till Wednesday to record, uh, thinking we, you know, these live weeks are odd, right? Everything's a little later, a day later. It kind of throws us off. Recording Tuesday seems to be premature, but, you know, live. Liv is also a shutdown shop until like Friday morning. They don't let any media in until Thursday, Thursday afternoon. They don't, they have a press conference scheduled with nobody listed on it yet until Thursday. We, we just get like kind of social media vi- videos set to various music. So there's not a yeah, lot. We we're get social vi- media videos and social media activity, uh, you know, comparing live teams to, to the all time <laughs> greatest basketball team, you know, that, the high fly or the four aces compared to uh, the the bulls, the nineties bulls. They compared Lee Westwood hopping a chip in out of the out of this bunker at the international to Michael Jordan and the all time like one of the all time NBA finals moments. In well, some I was I almost I almost popped him there. Is uh, I was going to say you know Lee Westwood's more like Alex Gonzalez. You know the. It, everybody always lives in the the Bartman incident, but Alex Gonzalez, the shortstop, booted the the next ground ball that was like an easy play. He booted it. The Bartman really? thing started. You know, everybody uh, focuses in on I the Bartman thing, the but one of the biggest jokes, uh, the biggest chokes of all time, was Alex Gonzalez booting the the simple ground ball that. <sighs> 
came right after Bartman. Um, so, oh. you know, uh, Westy, Westy would be more along the lines of, of the greatest choke artists of all time. Oh, you know? come on. That's a little uh, harsh not, on your... not the most clutch NBA player of all time and, and greatest NBA player of At all time. At the most critical moment in yes. the finals, right? You know? <laughs> it's actually, you know, if, 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 in the funny, the greatest thing about it is, is that Westy had that moment just two weeks ago and he, he laid sod over a wedge. That's true. But holding out from a bunker at some, I don't know, the third hole in the first round in Boston of a live event is equated to the NBA Finals. I don't know. It's just you reach for whatever you can when you're local. They, the PGA Tour does this as well. Like they strain for some sort of local tie-in, sports tie-in. But I think Michael Jordan and Westy from the bunker are not not one I'd go for. Um, so this, world's, or this Wall Street Journal article uh I think there's some substantive parts. Did Phil of it. write it? Do we have a pen I, name? Somebody, somebody extremely familiar with private aircraft, maybe had a jet, doesn't anymore. Uh, yeah, it, 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 you know, there, there is some private jet sort of expertise laced throughout it. it. It's not particularly favorable to the PGA Tour. Oh, does not not a good look for the PGA Tour, especially. Um, but- Especially when they're trying to f- wrangle up money and talking about the reserves and and how they're you know this gritty little uh, nonprofit. I mean, well, that's that's the that's where that's the underlying issue. There's some substantive parts to this. There's also like some smoke that's BS in my opinion. Jay Monahan flying on a private plane everywhere for me is not a big deal. That's what CEOs have to do often for time. Some of that's family time. Some of, you know, going from work to family time. Like that's what CEOs of billion dollar companies do. Now, where the problem is, is it's claims nonprofit, right? Yeah. Like I, I don't, I truly do not have an issue with Jay Monahan flying on a private jet everywhere. I, ha- I, I think like the thing that illuminated to me the most is, you know why the tour is in this problem is is very clearly laid out in this article and it all centers around the it just hasn't evolved it's the same organization as it was in the 90s because Tim Fincham is still still that running the show detail and uh, it, it it lays out how Tim Fincham's effectively being paid a million dollars a year still even though he's retired quote unquote retired and you just see the archaic ways that the tour operates and the lavish ways they operate and it really it just shows how the number one thing that the tour needs to do is completely move on from this regime this is the same regime that backed them into this corner it's the same regime that told members for the last nine months that nothing was wrong and they were the greatest tour. There's nothing structurally wrong with the tour. We just have to keep doing what we're doing. They're the ones that pronounced live dead in March. This this regime is completely inept and it has to be it has to be vanquished. It has to be they have to start from scratch. I don't know how any PGA Tour member can sit in a meeting and listen to Jay Monahan and think that he has a clue what he's talking about. Or, like, what is Tim Fitch? He's like 82 years old. What? Oh, that's got to be an exaggeration. What? 82. Like, what? What does he know about, like, how could he relate? I think this is the same thing that you see with, like, politicians, right? 
when you're 80 years old, you have no relation to what is going on. And they're hosting I mean, these, some there's hearing so many on like gen- oversight is- of Google and Facebook, and they're like 85 years old. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I'm saying there's no relation to today's stars. Like there's they there's so many generations removed from them that this is this is a huge problem for the tour. Like look around like the the other sports leagues. Like who's the best commissioner? Would you say? I'd say Adam Silver gets Adam a lot Silver of props. He's, I would say he's what forty five. I don't think that's right. You're all over the place with your age guesses here. Fincham cannot be eighty two. Whatever. Forty five. Tim Fincham and, and Jay Monahan have to go. I mean, the fact that that Fincham's still getting paid, and, and I think like one of the things that they laid out, like this article, really laid out like how lavishly the tour spends, and just how you know the the headquarters is a great example. You know, we we've talked about it. we've beaten that to death, but like the headquarters is a great example. Like they're building another. Their headquarters, too, is under construction right now. And from what I understand, it's a similar expenditure. Like, it's um, going to be the media home. It is like, what are you doing spending all this money on on bells and whistles? Like, And that's the, that's the issue. Is like, why is the 750-person ship uh, needed well, that, honestly, to, that to jumped, run a golf tour? That jumped out to me the most. It's like, wait, 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 wait. Read that again. 750 plus employees to run a golf tour that are and I wouldn't say they've done a particularly great job in the past year you know it's time to clean house it has been time to clean house well I think what this reveals a is like how kind of smooth sailing they've had it in terms of threats disruptors right they got one and they haven't done a great job b how often they're not really under the microscope by the traveling how often do we get articles like this there's one on espn like looking into a little bit more of the financials like they kind of just do their messaging stuff they've got a lot of rights partners a lot of rights partners um and like here we have, and then other outlets act as rights partners, even though they aren't. There are parts of this article that feel like it's coming straight from Phil Mickelson. I will say that, but like, there's also like they went and talked to attorney, and they're like, this the way they categorize this on their filings is like at best misleading and at worst intentionally inaccurate. Um, with some of like how they're describing, apparently, he's only supposed to use the plane for business reasons, but also the policy board has voted that he must travel on the plane for security and privacy reasons. So those are like conflicting bylaws or whatever. Uh, uh, Corollaries that I, I don't know. They they have all sorts of stuff they're just making up, you know, uh, that are in conflict with one another. The other alarming thing was, was the... It's different from what is described in the tax filings, the actual policy. Was the line about his pay and how only Dustin Johnson earned more. Well, that jumped off to me too. Like I would say they went into his pay. And I was like, well, you know what? That's like commensurate with commissioners of other tour of other pro sports, if not probably less. Um, but then they come back with the DJ line and it's, it's, it's for me, a compelling point. Now, do those guys make a ton of money off the course? 
yeah. Uh, Jay seems to be making the, and all the executives seem to be making a lot of other sort of income, various sort of retirement packages and bonuses. And this occurs everywhere in corporate America. But when he's making every, more money than everybody on course earnings, except for DJ, the, uh, I mean, Goodell, Goodell makes six, more than he's at 63 million. So Goodell, I think they benchmarked it off of off the NFL versus so like you just said who's the best commissioner in sports you said Adam Silver do you know how much Adam Silver makes a year I'll go like I'm trying to think about David Stern I'll go like 24 20 20 million 24 10 million, million. he makes the effective salary of a mid-level player on in the NBA and guess what 10 million dollars is a great living yeah and and that's the thing I think that is is alarming is the messaging that Jay Monahan has chosen to go down with this. You know, it's it's about legacy, not 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 money. You know, it's you know all this stuff, and and then he's the guy that's making the most money out there. So he made fourteen. He received eight point three million in, I guess, salary, and then the rest to get him to. 14 million was some sort of incentives. His mo- his pay was 14.2 in 2020. Which, keep uh, keep in mind that his incentive package is effectively what's sinking the tour. It's this fall series that has been a complete utter disaster. You yeah. know, it's yep. like maximizing playing opportunities, diluting the tour's brand is effectively what his, what he's bonused off of his incentives at this time in this war with live, are his incentives are completely off. They're completely the opposite of what they should be. His his incentives at this point, his contract should be renegotiated. If you're going to keep him, his contract should be renegotiated right now, and it should all be predicated on how many of the top 20 players in the world at the start of the year have you retained on your tour by the end of the year. That should be strictly how he is, how he is incentivized. And if it's not that then you're completely missing the boat and the tour really has no fucking chance. Well, the thread but instead, the, it's like, the, Hey, is JJ Henry happy? The thread through a lot of this article is like, well, they're getting paid so much because they're doing all this work. And it's like, well, they haven't, I mean, this is the most dire straits of the PGA tours been in. All right. And, and yeah, six and, and people coming up with the solution seem to be Rory and, and tiger and their consultants and advisors. Um, I, I just don't understand how, and I, I do not take calling for somebody's job lightly, but I cannot understand how anyone could look at the last nine months yeah, and, and say, this guy has done a good job. He has not done a good job. The only thing, the old, there's one thing that he, one redeeming thing he's done is that he acted with urgency when Rory Tiger and the rest of the you know, top 20 guys he had left came to to him and he had to do that. That if he didn't, they would all leave, you know, like this guy, he's got to go at at any point. And it seems like the rumors about who might be next for live are starting up again, you know? And at this point, this is not over. It's the twenty. Person meeting might have spelled some things, but this is going to continue. The I'm guessing the offers are just getting bigger from Liv. And you know what? 
this is a shakeup that has to happen, and it's got to be an organizational shakeup because the the whole thing is broken at the top, and and the the whole tour can't function unless the top is functioning, and it's not it's not at all these guys. It's it's the administration of the of the tour is stuck in 1990 when Tim Fincham was using a dial up mo- modem. Fincham got 19 million the year after he retired. 19 million that's, was the payout. Um, that's great. He said he's getting 800, got 800. 19 uh, couple, million. Thanks to Tiger Woods. A couple other amusing parts of this. Again, a lot of this, the private jet stuff, I like is just flashy. And if we want to get into live, like we should be like Greg Norman's probably making more than some of those players. A handful of those players. He's probably making a good chunk. He got a lot of upfront cash to basically fly around and make Instagram and reels. And debase himself. Yeah. Make Instagram <laughs> reels. Like, basically. <laughs> you know? Uh, which is all, like, he's not doing any actual work. I mean, Monaghan, I think, does the some Instagram sales, reels a lot of him sales, shaking hands. Reels. I can't wait for the Chicago one. Where he just goes around and, and shakes fans' hands and players' hands. So who's going to be the, fa- the famous, like... uh past athlete that shows up in boston they had big poppy out there like you know hitting a golf ball i hope ball they bring the sammy bat. sosa in that would be the best <laughs> god <laughs> that that would be the the chef's kiss uh, is, is having or tony larusa you know since he's out he on medical manager? leave oh okay he's out okay <laughs> he, jerry reinsdorf's never fired a coach or a manager in season despite like you know, like Vinny Del Negro, it's like his thing. He doesn't fire him. So, right, uh, so Larusa, who's what eighty two, it's so. I'm not a Sox fan. I got a lot of friends that are Sox fans. They all just cannot stand him. I mean, he 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 goes he gets gets guys up a one two count, and then he'll intentionally walk the guy. I'm loving him. Guardians are three games up. They're they're that's well, like he's a not rebuild coaching year. anymore. He's all on these, a, on a medical I know, leave. I know. All they started winning guys, games. What do you I had- know? They started getting hot again. I thought the Guardians, who are supposed to be this like lowest payroll, youngest team in the league, they're like going to win the division. Knock on wood, maybe three games up on the Sox and five on the Twins. All right, Sammy Sosa, so Sammy, would be, Sosa. Sammy Sosa would be the best. It would be spectacular. You know who they probably will get will be. I don't know what Sammy Sosa is doing these days, but he would be just the he'd be the quintessential live guy. What do you think Reinsdorf got to to allow Thick Boy to throw out the first pitch? He had to take some. There was a quid pro quo going there. No, listen, the, Sox get, the White Sox are doing anything possible to. I used to live by a, like a, a you know in like two neighborhoods from Sox Park, and I would go to like Tuesday games. I went to a couple that Chris Sale when Chris Sale was just you know. Top of top of his career, best pitcher yeah. in the league. I would go on like a Tuesday night, and it would be like eight dollar ticket. <laughs> I just go watch like one of the best pitchers. Like nobody in the state stadium, like ten thousand people there, and they're doing anything they can do to get people in the, in the stadium. There, um, Bryson was a coup for them. That was a big deal for them. Really. Big deal oh, yeah. for Liv, too. I oh, would come say. On. They've got like they've got it's a big deal for Liv to have the like normalizing my here's my athlete throwing out the first not big deal, but whatever. I mean, it's a, here's it's the a thing is like thing. some of the, the ceremonies become so 
old and played out, right? Like the Wrigley singing the 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 seventh inning stretch. Sure. I mean, it it's just such a it used to be like a big deal, and now it's just such a joke. Like all these things get like throwing out a first pitch, like they're they're scraping the bottom of the barrel at this time in the year, especially for the White Sox. The White Sox are like, you know, the redheaded stepchild of Chicago. Sure. You know, real. I think the Sox should move out to the suburbs. I think that would be the ultimate play to to grow their fan base. Like the, uh, I'm going to get a lot of uh, a lot of shots fired my way from the Southsiders. Yeah, you're going to get go, in trouble. Go there. Southwest suburbs. Okay, make it easy for people to get there. Indiana White Sox kind of thing, or what are we talking about here? Southwest. No, okay, go to like Tinley Park. I don't know where that is. Uh, speaking of jokes, a couple other little tidbits in here that tickled my funny bone. Um, they got the global home, which we've been on. We've been on the global home beat for several years now. The three-story building, the tour said its new facility, quote, <laughs> end quote, is efficient. I love how they put it in scare quotes there. It's on a golf course and surrounded by a newly created lake. Cut. Just call us for some expert quotes on the moat. Can you just call us about the drawbridge, Wall Street Journal? Um, it's designed by the internationally known British architecture. Like that one, the quote unquote efficient, efficient. headquarters. Then that's that's the way I would describe it as efficient. Especially, I bet if you went and dug up that Jacksonville Times article, if there the the word efficient wouldn't be used. I think it was more along the lines of lavish uh, and luxury. Was the was the Sleek, context of modern, that article, yeah. if I believe, just a few years ago? It's now like it's like it's Jeff Bezos <laughs> using old doors as desks. Is the way that the tour is now saying their global home is. Just two years later, it's gone from you know this is the the pinnacle. Using it as a recruiting pitch to get the brightest minds. You know we have the the best office and professional sports too. Oh, it's, well, it's very efficient. The headquarters used to be a, a mess. But Guess what? The underlying problem is you have 750 freaking employees. Why do you? Why, I, don't, I don't know why you need all that. Okay. Another clause that cracked me up. The Citation X, comma, known as unusually speedy aircraft. Like, why? Why are we putting that in? The Citation X, known as an unusually speedy aircraft, typically carries up to Sounds eight like somebody who just had to sell his jet. <laughs> Uh, all right. This was, I, I mean, a lot of this is smoke. I do, but I think it also hits at some really underlying structural issues with the nonprofit that doesn't seem to be going away. That does not seem to be a change that's imminent or even tape on the table at this point, because, and if you're going to claim nonprofit, you can't act like the CEO of Procter and Gamble. Is yeah. that, I mean, you can't act like, um, you're flying, I think Jay Monahan should probably have private jet privileges. Should he be making more than all his players on course? No. Um, so anyways, I, I think he's got to get around to make the sales and keep the tour functioning and, and even go to. Steve yeah. Boat. Like, I don't think like the, the private jet use is the issue in this. Someone I think does. it's just someone does. That's no longer there, but go it's ahead. It's the alarming other stuff that was brought to light. Like this, uh, yeah. you know, like the, yes. the clickbait, aspect of it you know why people are clicking on it is one thing the other thing and i think this is the big aspect of the tour in what you hit on is they haven't had a competitive threat in a long time 
And, you know, at one point years ago, I got into an ugly internet feud and uh, a friend of mine said to me, Andy, this is why you don't get, don't roll around or don't get in a fight with a pig. Cause you know, you get rolled around in the mud and they love it. And all yeah. you do is get dirty. And that's yeah. what's happening to the PGA tour right now is like, you know, I don't think that Monaghan could have avoided this war, but I also think that, you know, he's done some things and worded things certain ways and refused meetings to set a certain extent. He has, he has, you know, brought, he's created a little bit more spite, you know, by, by being extremely uncordial to somebody that like, if you're in business, there's like a competitive thing and, and you do need to operate with some class, no matter who it is. You know, you can't just be an asshole all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Were you surprised he was invited to Brooksy's wedding? That, that was a little bit of a surprise to me, right? It's kind of weird. We, yeah, I don't understand that. Um, uh, so he took the jet there, which they had a record of, and then uh, Brooks was gone four weeks later. Not, I, I feel bad for him on that one. And the tour. I, w- I bet Brooks had signed at that point, too. Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, that does it. Wall Street Journal. Interesting, interesting luck. We just don't get it that often with how they play with the tax filings and how some of those things can be at odds with, with uh, I don't know, reality and how, how things are operated is what I would say. Um, now, does this like exculpate live as being sort of this bastion of... You know, equitable pay or the Norman, you know, not living lavishly. No, of course not. But uh, I don't but think they, they have, claim. Non-profit. They also have far less employees. Yeah, I think like yeah. that's the underlying thing here is like, what are we doing with seven hundred and fifty employees? And totally, that you know, I don't want a, a bunch of people losing their jobs. But it's just like, do you yeah. need if you're running a a couple golf tours? Like, look at every other golf tour in the world and their employee count. And I think this goes to, like, some of the things with, like, where I would get frustrated with the tour, you know, from the sense of, like, their motto has always is, like, we don't collaborate with people. And that's changing, obviously, like, the Rory Tiger company. That's why it's such a big deal. That's the first, like, collaboration. Tomorrow? Yeah. Or TGL. It's, or, it yeah. is, like, their, their idea has always been... We, we don't collaborate. We can just do it better than you. You know, we'll just do it our own on our own. And it never ends up being better, but they create these, you know, all these different arms of their organization to try and do these things. And they do a bunch of them really shitty. Instead, of, their focus as a company, and I think it goes down to like, the, you know, the TV production stuff, right? They're building an entire office for content. And it's like your job at its core is running a golf league for the best players in the world. And they've lost sight of that. And that's why they're in the situation that they're in is that they don't have a maniacal focus on what they, why they exist. They exist for one reason. And there's only one reason they do exist. And that's superstar golfers. You know, everything else is driven off of superstar golfers. And the fact that they lost sight of that, is why 
that this is this is all happening. This is why this article was written, and it's also why the entire upper level management of the tour needs to fucking go. Um. All right. Well, it's back this week. PJ Tour has returned after a two week off season. Everybody's getting their jokes off about you know the lengthy off season and how much they missed it and they've been longing for it. What did uh, you? PGA Tour well, golf. did you see the tour on the front page of PGATour.com? What was it's it? Like, reinvented Rick, himself, Ricky. Ricky's off season reinvention. It's like what kind of golf reinvention happens in in what four weeks he's been off. Like you, anybody well. that's ever played golf knows right. that you can't reinvent yourself in four weeks. Off season reinvention, pretty good one. So that's our schedule for the week. Uh, we have the Fortnite Championship or Fortinet Fortnite Championship out in uh, is that Silverado, Napa, uh, near you ish. Kind of, yeah, right it's, in the it's region. A, it's generally, it's like uh, uh, eighty California, minutes from me. Central or northern? What what is that? Going? It's right where on the border. Okay. It's getting up there to okay. where you're kind of getting into Northern California. It okay. might be just the very north part of uh, Central California. Uh, some good players. You got Hideki. You got Max Homa. I always enjoy this. This is always one of my favorite, and I don't know why. If it's the first one back or what it is. Um, well, you're always going to have good weather. You're, yeah. you know, you get good players because the, the, you know, who doesn't want to go spend a week in Napa with, you know, especially if you're married or, you know, that's a great, it's one of the top flight, you know, places if you were going to be traveling for work that you'd want to go, um, especially, you know, these guys spend so much time on the road. This is a great one. Like, this is one that they're, you know, their wives like too. you know, if they, yeah. if you're into wine. Right. So I think it, it's just like, this is, it's an interesting event when you talk about how the tour is going to get restructured. Like what happens to this event? I don't know necessarily like they don't have a regular Bay area event. So this is kind of like the de facto Bay area event other than, I mean like pebble and this are, you know, way, far away from the bay but like they kind of if you're in the bay area this is the one you would go to um so it's just like kind of an a, a, a like what happens to this event and i i like generally think like in fortnite's been become a big golf sponsor right they got they've got a the couple players players yeah they were at the they had a sponsorship i saw signs for the european pga last week on tv so like you th- this is a company that's spending money with golf so what happens to their golf event when you start to restructure, is this going to be one of the events? Obviously, next year, these fall events won't have FedEx Cup points, and we—it's really unclear what these fall events will be. You know, so what happens to this event? Um, <clears throat> yes, I think there's probably a lot of fall events. We'll go. We'll we'll do a little fall mini preview here in a second. But yes, th- that's probably a lot of these events are on uh, pins and needles, anxious about what's going to happen to them. Um, Names, notables, Hideki, Cam Davis, Corey Connors, Jolie D, Harris English, Ricky Fowler as a featured group, Hoagie, Mullinax, Spawn, uh, Homa, Cam Champ, and Michael Kim. Michael Kim making it back on the tour and right into uh, a couple of Cal Bears there. Yeah, Cal Bear. Locals, somewhat local. Home game for those Cal Bears. Um, so that's your uh, that's your PGA Tour event. Let's rip through schedule for the week. We have the DS Automobiles Italian Open. That's coffee golf. I don't know what DS automobiles are. Um, probably Maybe an Italian brand, European brand some, of we something. We need a car sponsor. We don't need a car sponsor. We don't need I a mean, car sponsor. 
I, for crooked reasons, we need one. Oh, there you go. It's we need a, a private French, jet citation a, sponsor. French luxury vehicle marquee. French DS Automobiles, Italian Open. Uh, good players playing that. It's a Ryder Cup preview. I'm fascinated to see if the power lines have been buried. Marco Simone, what that course looks like. Um, it's, you know, they say the venues do not matter for the match play. Uh, I don't. I think it can be amplify it in a way. Like, why not even you know try? Royal Melbourne was really cool and interesting, both for golf geeks and the casual viewers, you know, alike. Um, starting with that very first hole, but this one, you know, is just whatever. They're, they're shopping it around, and that's what the European Tour does with its venues, and sometimes the PGA does. So, uh, but playing is going to be Hovland, Rory. You've got Hatton. Um, a lot of uh, Shane Lowry, I think he's playing. I don't want to speak too out of turn, but it is sort of this uh, Fitzy, Hovland, Rory, Hatton. So that's a good quartet of Ryder Cup players for Europe that will be there. Um, sounds like, you know, Luke Donald's going to set it up similarly to how we saw it in France. So if you want to preview the course or just watch some good European players playing coffee golf, you have the DS Automobiles Italian Open. Are you intrigued to see this course at all? Ahead of the Ryder Cup. I mean, it does. The photos I've seen are just, just Kinda not really, uh, not don't do it for me, but sure. Why not? You know, like, I think there's, there's ways that courses that aren't necessarily really like, you know, like, I don't like Le Golf National, right? But it provides a, it provided a very unique, uh, tournament test, right? Like it had an identity. And I guess that's like the thing that you could glean out of this, right? Is like, is there going to be some type of player, some type of skill that's necessary to play well at the Ryder Cup? And that's where, who's the Ryder Cup captain? Luke Donald. Luke, I don't know. Who's the American captain? ZJ, Zach. ZJ. Is ZJ over there? Uh, I think they said nobody is over there. Well, because they have the See, Presence Cup next week. So, so it's like ZJ hard. should be ZJ should be taking Citation X over there. I guess it's not a PGA Tour event though. PGA so of wouldn't... America. You could go yeah. to Frisco and figure out what they got over there. They probably got a jet in Frisco at the whatever, not the global Air, home, Air whatever they call it. Um, yeah. But they they should uh, he should be there. Like he should be watching. He should be or at the very. I'm sure he'll be watching on television. But like. You know, that's the thing you could glean from this because anybody that watched those European tour events before Le Golf sure. National saw like those events were like chaos coming down. Like everybody was just trying to like sure. hold on to, you know, their rounds before, you know, it, it, at the end, it was just like a survival test. And it's like, okay, like you got to have guys that can hit the ball, keep the ball and play there. And, um, and so it'll be, that's what I'll be watching for. And, you know, can you set it up in a certain way that could help the Europeans who could be significantly hindered on the talent side more, more so even more so than we saw at whistling straights next year. Yep. Yep. I saw, I think it was a hugging article suggesting other players potential, you know, Adrian Marunk, the Hogarts, Victor Perez, Dietrich, the septic tank. Who's as much Georgian as he is European. 
Sapphic he's a tank. big southern boy. I, is he even a European tour member? I don't know that he is. Well, that's a, it, are, are we did that uh, podcast, uh, me and Garrett Morrison, about the European tour. He's like an he's a perfect case of like European who just has never played on the European tour. Just right. came straight okay. to America and did the American, you know, avenue. But he grew up a little bit. It wasn't like he just came for college. He grew up, I think, in Valdosta, you know, spent half of his childhood there. All right. Uh, so that's your uh, your European tour event. On the LPGA, we have the Amazing Cree, Amazing Cree Portland Classic. Now, Chief Data Officer John Ezekowitz texted me. Saying, I cannot wait for you to pronounce the title sponsor of the LPGA event. I don't know if I got it right. Amazing Cree? Are you familiar with this? It's a Korean no. company. Makes sense. You know, they sponsor an LPGA event. For me, I'm just I'm doing some cursory research. It looks like Korean G4 or Korean Bob Parsons' wife making apparel. Really? Um, Do they have yes. any sponsorships? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see that. But I did find some listings on their website. $78 visor, $96 bucket hat, a $200 ball case. It holds one golf ball. It is very little. So it's, it's like adorned a- with different things. $200 for a, a case. It said ball marker case. So at first I thought it was a case that puts your overpriced ball markers in. But then I clicked through, translated. It looks like, I mean, a little bag you could only fit one golf ball in for $200, which I guess pocket doesn't do in it. I don't know, or or the bag pocket is not doing it. But $200 for that. That's the Amazing Cree Portland Classic. I'm fascinated by this brand. It looks like G4 kind of deal. I mean, I think before we cast any judgments, there's probably a very unique golf culture that this probably exactly. Yeah, this is like, not serving like people who want to buy, you know, expensive ball markers. Fine, not not my way I spend my money. People will probably think I'm an idiot for the way I spend my, you know, other. Spend should my money we, in should other we ways. list our expensive ball markers? You know, now that you're now that you're. Not merch you know, in the pro yeah. shop. What are they? What do you mean? We've just got some very expensive ball markers. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yes, it's it's a different. I don't understand G four, and I don't understand Amazing Cree, but they are the title sponsor of the Portland Classic. I wouldn't spend ninety six dollars on a bucket hat. That's all. That's all I'd say. Um, but yes. That's at the uh, uh, usual venue out there in Portland. Uh, all right, that's your LPGA. That looks like three to six p.m. You'll find on uh, Golf Channel. You also I feel like ch- that could be late and be. I know. I know. Just don't understand. Decisions. Fortnite is six to nine on Sunday, nine p.m. Uh, finish. That so. It's a nice yeah. six p.m. finish for me. That's actually not good. I like the go- I like East I Coast now that I'm on the West Coast. Oh, it's gonna be right, right during the end of the weekend, uh, after Sunday afternoon of the weekend. Not, not a good, not a good time for watching golf if you've got a kid. The Sanford International is the Champions Tour event. That's the one up in uh, South Dakota at Minnehaha Country Club, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh. I know that's one of your favorite ones. So it as is. Far as Champions Tour events go, uh, and then of course, last but not least, but just not on TV. 
Live Chicago. And also not on TV, we have the Mid-Am that's ongoing, but we'll talk about that in a second. U.S. Mid-Am's the event of the week. Just a mess with weather. Total mess. Apparently there's... Might be an issue with the full T-sheet at Public Aaron Hills coming as the weather delays, you know, the match play potentially into the weekend. Uh, A lot of the shotgunners in that one sickos yeah not weird people of, of we got some questionable you know, taste I've, listening to our podcast happy to see jeff ham he was an alternate um Damn. been trying to trying to play golf with we've been trying to set up a uh a game in uh in northern california but he uh he he was an alternate. He got uh got in last minute took a red eye in hadn't seen either of the courses before and uh, made it made it to match play, and is now into the round of thirty two. So that's a it's a good uh, congrats to him. And uh, you know he's a he's a Cal Bear. And then uh, Andrew Bailey, friend of the program, former fried egg contributor, wrote some stuff mm-hmm. for the art- article. He's uh, looks like he website, might yeah. move on. Um, yeah, he's one up through sixteen as of this recording. Sam Jackson of the Snakes on a Plane. Uh, a famous actor is also in there. He's he's up on in his first round match. But um, this has just been a mess. That monsoon that hit the Bears game has hit Blue Mount, Blue Mound and Aaron Hills during stroke play, and they're just sort of playing catch up now. But Dalton Melnick, friend of the program, he's two up. He t- talk about a tough draw. You draw a past champion. You're the three seed, and you draw Parziali. Um, Harvey is there as you might expect. Always big stew, uh, looking to become the the second three time winner. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I mean, I it, obviously everybody always points to like he he's been in school, you know, whatever he plays a lot of golf. Like no matter what, to play at this level and win, you got to be a great. I mean, it's unbelievable. So I just would. I would say that like Results, yeah. to be this good at golf, um, you know, no matter how much time you put into it. And there are a lot of players in this field that might spend, probably spend a lot more time than Stu does playing golf. Just, you know, <laughs> he's not alone here. All right. Like, let's just like be very clear about that. <laughs> you have to some, at some point, you know, you have to the old phrase game recognizes game. Like you have to just be like, you know what? It's pretty fucking unbelievable. And you have to tell ask yourself, if I spent a lot of time pursuing this, would I be as good as him? And the answer would likely, I don't want to cast judgment to everybody, almost in all cases be no. Yep. You know? So um he uh he's that's that's obviously a huge story to watch it i wish it was on tv it's such a cool tournament Zero, it's so fox different used than, to do a little bit of tv yeah on the last few rounds i not i wouldn't say it was you know robust but they had something i guess no i, I was i guess it wasn't on last year i don't recall that but um i have to not. say it was a tough break for christian rayner you know he was at home in blue mound at his uh at his grand, great-grandfather's design and then you get thrown out at match play to Aaron Hills. Like, how is he supposed to relate to that modern modern venue? He's a rainer. That's not. Is that? Are you just yanking my chain? Is he related? No. Is it from Kennesaw, Georgia? Okay. All right. The Rainer family was out on uh, Long Island. He, they paired Rainer. They played paired Rainer with a Banks, who was uh, Banks is uh, was Charles, you know, long time. Yeah. 
show. Rainer associate then yes. eventually went out on his own. But I thought that I, mean, was I a didn't know I didn't know if he was like some long lost descendant of the family. I, I mean, I, who could who could know for sure? I I, I, I don't he was so. not, but uh, you know, you start <laughs> bloom out. I got gotcha. you. All right. Um, yeah, some some interesting storylines going on there. Uh, and then we didn't get to live Chicago. I don't think there's a lot to say since Live Boston. We we kind of covered that in great detail. Jason Derulo's playing. <laughs> That's true. Um, David Puige is now pro and gone full-time and joined Torque with Joaquin Neiman. That is the one big player change since Boston. Um, he played the USAM, and now he's pro, and now he's on Live in the same way that Chichara kind of uh, jumped from college straight into Live. Uh there's been more team movement. It's hard to kind of keep up with all of it, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, it, it feels like I wouldn't say these are final 48 for next year, but you know, um, there's at least some consistency from event to event. Bubba is going to be back shepherding Pyatt and Pettit and serving others as a five man unit with a captain who can't give advice. Anything else on Chicago? Rich Harvest Farms, Dick Harvest Farms. Uh, I mean, that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, one o'clock. So that will not have teed off by the time we do a next episode. One it's one of those comical golf courses. You know, it, it was in the top one hundred in the in the country for a long time when uh, when things were a little bit looser with the uh, rating policy, and you know, you could shower shower raiders with uh, with with lavish uh, experiences and, and they would oblige with good rankings. Um, it's a, uh, I don't, I, I mean, I've Go written, ahead. I've written an article about rich harvest. Read, Farms for read anybody that wants to go. Friday. That was, that was an early Friday, Friday uh, written article. Um, when they were hosting the NTAA, my thoughts are like, you can build your own golf course. You can, you can do that. But the second you, and and uh, you know you could your golf course could be what it is, but the second you have this desire to host championship golf and and start paying, I mean, the interesting thing I find about this is that Rich Harvest Farms was paid to host this tournament. Every other tournament that they've hosted, they have paid to host. Right, right. So it's quite a. <laughs> I mean, that like they went out of the their TV way contract. to make it really accommodating for the NCAAs to come, from right. what I understand. Like, right. so, right. so it's just a, uh, it's it kind of like just shows like the, the uh, situation live with live and you know how might be happening on the TV contract front, you know, or whatever. Like whoever gets those rights, or if they get rights, I don't think we'll have to fork over a lot and may even make some off it. Who knows how. how that will shake out how desperate they are to get on TV. But that's your uh, Friday through Sunday, one fifteen. of Jason Derulo will be there as well. Um, news, Sergio may be fined by the DP World Tour. I think that's fine. Whatever. It was a bullshit WD. You can find him if you want. The best is uh, if the fine never came out, it'd be like 2000 bucks. Right. Right. It's It's nothing, I would imagine. Um, okay, I had some false storylines I wanted to hit on, but we'll do that Friday. Do you want to do over-unders? Sure. You have This is our annual bit. Over-unders we'll for the season. Do you want today. To, some today, some Friday. We'll do some Bears-Browns, mix those in Friday, do some more golf. Um, throw some at me. 
We'll do. Let's let's All tease right. them with like three or four today, and do more on on Friday. All right, John Rom, PGA Tour wins, one point five. PGA Tour wins one point five. I count the majors as PGA okay. Tour wins. We'll count those. That. Okay. Um, over. What do you think? I obviously there's some rumors going around about about Liv. I don't think there's anything more than that. I think that's I, kind of yeah. a lot of Twitter smoke. I don't believe that one. Quite so honestly. you know that's why I kind of I I bumped it from two point five to one point five, just because of that Knocked risk. It. Really? Okay. Um, All right. He only won once this year. I think that's an interesting aspect, right? When you look at the top players that have gone to live outside of Phil. You know, they've all had down years. What do you mean? The guys, they just had down years? No, they've had them in their career. Okay, yeah. Right, where they've had years where, like, John Rahm... They're uncertain, yeah. I so you. here's, I think this is like, a, just like, I just found it, I got thinking about this because of the John Rom smoke, right? And it's like, well, this is after arguably his worst year on tour where he made the least amount of money. Yeah. I, I mean, DJ, I would say it has had a down year, but I, I don't know. Okay. I, so you're saying what? That I'm just saying like, it, you know, if you're constantly, you know, like Rory, for example, he's had obviously down years, but down year for Rory's like eighth in the FedEx cup, right? Like rarely falls out of the top 10 in the or, world. Almost and never. I don't think Rom like Rom, but he's this year he's not been what he was, you know, the last the two three years prior, right? Yep. Um, what about Morikawa? Did not win this past. So year. these that's what I start to think about is like these players, like Brooksy, obviously is a good example. Like he's had some years where he hasn't made a lot of money because of injuries and poor play, right? Bryson, same thing where like his on course because of injuries was hindered. So, and I don't think anything would have stopped Brooke or uh, Bryson from going. Let's be clear. Okay. Like, but it's just an interesting trend. Like Cam, Cam Smith, the earnings haven't always been there for Cam Smith. Right. And that's where maybe appeal of guaranteed money becomes bigger is when you don't have a great year and you're like, oh, you know, that 10 million that I counted on, it was like four this year and and that's big difference, right? Yeah. So just just a one little, just like, I, I'm not saying anything about, that's just something that went through my head. Are you going over to, on Rob? What? Are you going uh, over on 1.5? I'll go over. I don't think he's going anywhere, but I don't know. You know, it, it, that's the thing. with When these rumors start, like, it could be live creating the rumors too. It could be, honestly. but there's usually smoke, seem, right? Eh, sometimes, sometimes there's not. Like Spieth one, there, there's. I think there's smoke with the Spieth one. Okay. All right. I just, I, I, I thought Spieth's statement was really interesting. He did it right before the Open Championship to diffuse anybody asking him any questions at the Open. Yeah, when did that happen? Canada or something? I don't remember. Yeah, um, I, I just, I just think that for the most part, like there's been Xander smoke, and and he was he did the Dylan DeShare podcast where he talked, like he talked to live, like there was smoke there, you know. 
I just don't Girl. think you can like these rumors just don't come out of thin air. These guys have talked to him. Yeah, but I think rumors. a lot. Some of them are just not. Uh, some of them have some merit, and some of them don't. And I think a lot of them don't because guys do take conversations, but it's never serious. Or maybe it's it's just because they're taking the call. I, I don't know. Um, all right, what are some other over unders you got for me, Rob? One and a half. Rob, one and a half. Patrick Cantlay, top tens and majors. Oh God. Point five. So yeah. Oh. Top 10. He had one this year at the Open. Where are we going next year? We have Augusta. We have Oak Hill. We have LACC and Royal Liverpool. Um, you'd think LACC home game, right? Uh, of the sorts for, for Cantley. Um, he's too. Come on. He's got to have one top well, 10. He's so good. It seems like you're Mass- struggling with this. It's, yeah, I'm going over. I'm gonna go over too. I think we could get we could get a good year from majors from Patrick Cantlay this year. Yeah. Yep. All right. JT uh wins one point five. Ooh, over. I mean you, you think but these overs never hit. They do the thing. Hey, here's the other thing though. There's less guys. So many less guys. I he doesn't have to play DJ. <clears throat> he doesn't have to play uh that's the Cam thing. Smith. That- that hasn't been talked about enough is I how wrote it good for the newsletter how how good it's going to be for like you know not necessarily even the superstars it's like the the on yes. the cusp stars yes there's just like the guys that were better a, a lot of guys that were better than them are gone and the the purses are just going through the roof yes i wrote this on the fried egg it's going to be uh, I, it's not upfront money, You're, but it's not going to be hard living for pretty good golfers on the, the, the upper half of the PGA Tour. You got less guys and a lot more money. Um, all right, so I'll go over. I know I know we're saying over for everything right now, but go ahead. I'll go. I'll go under just to change it up. I, okay. you know, I, I don't think I'll be right, but I just want to have a different opinion here. Uh, Kelly Kraft, top twenty fives. 3.5. See if status? Yeah, he got it. Well, that's the other thing that happened. All the live boys that left, uh, then all the, he just WD'd from Corn Fairy Finals because he got in. It was the uh, last week of Corn Fairy Finals and, and Camp Smith tees off and he's in. Uh, it's like the, and this was a, this is a perfect encapsulation. I meant to rant about this. The tour could have cleaned up. They could have had less exempt players, but they just were like, oh, we'll just let these guys that finished 130. No, get rid of them. They did not earn their card. Yeah. Yeah. My other question, a friend of mine, ZB is, is got a major medical start like starting now. Does he have to earn to Kelly craft or does he have to earn to 125? Like that's a good question. I meant to. I've, I've been meaning to send PGA Tour a, an email asking for clarification. Interesting. Well, yeah. Should I see if one of the seven hundred fifty? But Kelly Craft shouldn't have a card, but he asked one. Yeah. He didn't earn the card, but they what's, gave it to him. It's the like they had the opportunity to clean it up. What's the over under? Three point five top twenty fives. Under. I'll, I'll go under on that. How many top 25s has he had in the last? I mean, he's got it. To, I mean, he's always right around 125. So that's like, I felt like that was a good number. Points. I think this is a good, this is a great over under. I'm going to go over. I'm going to bet on Kelly. All right. 
All right. Starts for JJ Henry. He made uh, eight this year. And I'm going to set the over under at 6.5. Uh, it has, it has to be under if for nothing more than optics. And I don't care if JJ Henry decides to sue the PGA tour saying, I literally have a right to play this event. And they just put up a gate and won't like, you cannot have this tour that this model and the optics of this continue on. It just can't keep going as we change overhaul the whole system. So, uh, JJ Henry, had eight starts. Can you tell me how many FedEx Cup points he earned in eight starts? No, because I don't know what the value of a FedEx Cup point is. You could tell me 20,000. You could tell me seven. I don't know what FedEx Cup point. Now, if you ask me money, I might know. Um, points, I'll say 35 points. Nine. And eight and I don't know. Starts, eight I, starts. What'd you say? Eight starts. Eight yeah. starts. He averaged 1.1 1. 1 point per start. I don't know how what? FedEx Cup points are handed out, but that seems pretty bad. Does seem bad. So here, here's like a just. I I know I've beaten this to death. Chris Goderup has no status on the PGA Tour. J.J. Henry has status on the PGA Tour. Right. J.J. Henry last year made eight starts and garnered nine FedEx Cup points. Chris Gotterup made roughly the same amount of starts. Here, I'm going to run down his finishes from 2022. T7 at Puerto Rico. That earned him more than nine points. Mm -hmm. U.S. Open, T43. That earned him more than nine points. Travelers T thirty five. Guess what? He made more than he earned more than nine points there. T four at John Deere. That might have earned him like a hundred points. T thirty one at at three M Open. So, anyways, how does JJ Henry have more status than Chris Goderup? How could you possibly run a tour where that's the case? He earned his way, Andy. Made, this is a meritocracy. This is a meritocracy. Everybody loves this meritocracy. You know, JJ Henry's averaged about one point per start for the last four years and still has some semblance of status. It's just such a joke. Over under um, live guys winning majors. Point 0.5. I'll go over. That's an interesting thing I want to watch, obviously, all year. It's like, how many non-Live events do Live players win? And obviously, it seems like the Asian Tour will be a primary place for that to happen. Um, whether that like does anything for anybody, I don't know. But DP World Tour, at the moment, they can play. I, it's just, like, where is that going to happen and when is it going to happen? Because it probably will. A Live guy's going to win something that's not one of these... You know, four man guys as Jason Derulo plays in the background. But um, I, I, my, I was going, I'm going over deal. on the JJ Henry starts, by the way, because I think there's going to be a lot of depleted fields this year because of. Oh, gosh. Well, you have the elevated events too, where guys just aren't going to bother that's to what, show up to anything that's, that's not what I'm elevated saying. and stuff like that. Um, you know, except for a few here and there, you know, whatever they have three commit committed to three outside of the elevated series um yeah 
So that could happen. The, uh, uh, the oh, live, by the way, we're talking about live the, guys winning majors. Cam Smith was uh, announced as PGA Player of the Year, and Sharky immediately regrammed it. So that that's the kind of the objective standard, not voted on, but it's like a points thing. Oh. All right, go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, yeah, yeah. I think like the bet on over under with live players is like you know go down the list of players that they have. DJ, you know, the bet is like is DJ Bryson Brooksy. Neiman, Cam Smith, or you know whoever else is going, going to win a major, right? Until Cam Smith went, was Phil the last one to win a major? The last major winner on there? I think so. That's kind of insane. Um, Pat uh, Reed other, would be. I mean, any, I don't think Pat Reed's going to win a major, but where and it, then and then who else goes? Right? If somebody, else, a couple other guys go, I. That's the thing. I don't think that this is. It all I think there's more going in the off season. Hmm. Well, it's the off season just ended. I think it, I back. think there's a certain Aussie that's gonna be gone. Okay. Post presence cup or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um all right. Any other over unders you want to throw out on this one or should we save them all for Friday? We're at an hour mark. I got one more just because it's the tenor of this uh, of this podcast. Monahan months as commissioner over oh. under nine point five. Nine point five. So are we, we just, starting this from today or Jane one from today? So, so effectively, that, like, is he going to make it through the year masters? No. Or what is nine point five? Your bet is, is he going to be a commissioner? Uh, is he getting fired in the next year or not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think the response is to this Wall Street Journal article? I think in rank and file guys, they are going to be pretty upset. I think I think the stars, I think there's going to be some things that they're, they're I think they're going to look at the Monahan salary and kind of be like, well, that doesn't make much sense. Um, but I think the, the most important people already knew this. Yeah. But there are going to be some like James, James I'm going to be, I got to go check out James Hans Twitter. See if he's, if he's weighed in yet. There was an element to this that like of escalation as well. I made a joke about how they should leak or, or as I'll get our popcorn. Can they leak, uh, you know, discipline histories and suspension files. Uh, the PGA Tour, but like this does, and that was honestly just a joke, as because uh, I'm an onlooker here, um, and that's a content gods thing. But it did feel like an escalation in terms of the the personal nature of the battle, right? Um, talking about how he flew to his kid's college town, um, it, it's it's an escalation, and I'm not. Uh, like there are parts of the article that are are absolutely well founded and and worthy of critique, but it certainly I don't know if the PGA Tour responds in with something I don't know what, uh, but but yeah, this is a they're they're getting punched and and under the under the microscope in a place where they often aren't, as I said earlier, with a lot of rights partners, a lot of media, um, they just you know usually don't have to explain themselves that often. Um, we'll see if they get back at anyone for this. I will go over nine and a half. 
All right. I think, I mean, I don't think anything's going to happen. I think that the, I, I just think of Fincham and, and Monaghan and, and, you know, the, the best commissioner obviously was Dean Beeman. He was a player, you know, I and mean, then I they went, they went corporate. And like, I think Fincham is, is, you know, everybody talks about how great he was, but I mean, he had Tiger Woods just land on his doorstep. Um, I think that's where this over under kind of hinges is. Does he maintain the support of Tiger Rory, that faction that's helped um, sort of try to innovate against the live incursion right now? If, if, if he loses that, he's gone. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just like as long as he maintains that support i don't know how i think they support him it seems like everybody's on the same page talking at the tour championship and stuff like that but but that would be sort of a death knell if that happened so are you going over i did, I don't think i heard you do you think he's a commissioner as of you know the end of the fedex cup season next year uh i think he i'm i'll just go under for interest sake all right an intellectually dishonest take but okay, uh, yes. All right, just for the content's sake. Yeah, okay. just for the content's sake. All right. Well, you can go to Steamboat if that happens. He's got a place to crash. Um. All right, that's it for this Wednesday episode. Everyone, enjoy your Wednesdays. The start of the new season. We'll be back Friday to talk more about the start of Live Chicago and a little bit more over unders. Handful. I got a Billy Boy one here. We got some Ricky Rory stuff. We'll do a little more over unders on Friday. Talk to you then. <laughs>